Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi The Next Class. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. This show is not for kids, as we have frank discussions about sex, drugs, and violence. Listener discretion advised. Uh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, today's episode, we have my friend Lyndon Stewart. Hi. Um, he is a big Degrassi fan, and he's been wanting to be on the podcast for a while now, really chomping at the bit. Oh, definitely. But didn't want to do us wrong, so he wanted to do it real right. Why don't you tell <laughs> us Abs- about that? Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me on. I am a uh, first-time first time participant, three-day listener. <laughs> um, but Carly asked me probably closer to the beginning of you all doing this podcast if I wanted to come on, because... That's actually how we became friends. I don't know if you remember, but we first became like close because of Degrassi because you mentioned it. And I was like, wait, I love it. And you're like, I own it. And I was like, wait, we need to do a marathon, which we never did. <laughs> well, now this but, is the time. But <laughs> uh, when, uh, when Carly asked me to come and be on the show, I was like, oh, cool. But I haven't watched in a long time, so I don't really know. And I've not watched... Uh, I haven't watched, uh, next generation or anything in a while either. I hadn't watched anything in a long time. So I was like, well, first I'm going to rewatch all of next generation and oh, then God. I'll move on. So that's why he's <laughs> finally here. Season two, episode eight. Exactly. And, but, but the funny part is that I got all the way up to like season 12. Mm-hmm. And when the, when the seasons went from like 20 episodes to 40, I was like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> so I was yeah. like, "Listen, I, I'm 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 tapping out now, um, but I will move on <laughs> and catch up with the relevant episodes. So now I'm caught up for, uh, for our current season. So nice. I'm really curious what was happening, like studio wise, that they were like, "Yo, let's do 45 fucking episodes <laughs> per season." Like, I think that they, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think they maybe like, I think they moved. Was it because it was on Nickelodeon then? Was oh, it was it moved no, to Nickelodeon? Right. It was and I think they were trying to do like you know when when Nickelodeon shows have like a new episode every day. Like I oh, think they probably were doing that, maybe. which is what changed it. I don't know. I I don't. I didn't oh. do research on that, but I was like something happened, and I'm not a fan <laughs> of this because like the quality like of the storylines was mm-hmm. not great to me. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a lot of rehashings and like doing too much in some yeah. areas so i was like I can't, but now I can't. we've got these nice concentrated episodes mm-hmm. again degrassi concentrate in the freezer it's concentrated <laughs> and i think they also and a cool thing is that the storylines sort of like they evolve and persist over multiple episodes whereas like mm. original next generation was like you know, flavor of the week, like today, yeah, this person has this, like this thing or like, you know, Craig did like Coke one time. Now he's addicted today. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, it was always like immediate every episode, like things went from zero to a hundred and were resolved. And then like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Toby had an eating disorder for like a week. Exactly. can't be a wrestler and i'm just like that's not really how this happens you right know? like we're getting to see zoe's arc of her coming out because that's how it happens it's yeah not a, it doesn't, right. it's not a weak process yeah i yeah. mean mark marco on next generation did, like his was pretty was fleshed out like mm-hmm. that persisted over a while but still nevertheless he persisted <laughs> <laughs> um yeah okay so uh so we're gonna go ahead and ask you our questions yeah. um 
So we'll start out with first being, uh, who were you in high school versus who you are now? So in high school, I was like, I was an amalgam of a lot of things, but I was mostly like a nerd. But I did, um, I ran track and cross country, so I had like jock connections, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) so I was like athletic and I did stuff like that. Um, But I also like, I was in anime and like comic books and um, really nerdy shit and video games. And so I did a lot of that. And then I also, feel like, like we the, consistently have nerds on this show. Well, what who <laughs> the fuck nerds. watches Degrassi? Nerds. Well, yeah, nerds. I mean that's the thing, and it, I think, but I think mostly because I was also like for most of that time. Well, I, I'll say this: like I was closeted gay, I guess, for like freshman year, and then sophomore year, I decided that I was no longer going to lie about it or like hide it. But I wasn't going to say anything. I, like, I was just going to live my life. And if anybody wanted to ask me, I would tell them mm. the truth. But nobody asked. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> as... <laughs> like, Why does I think, anybody care? I think people just assumed it, 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 in some cases, yeah. which was fine. But I think that's what drew me to the show. Because I don't remember how I started watching Degrassi. I, like my sister, I have an older sister. And she watched um, Degrassi like you know, Degrassi High. Like oh, she the watched, junior high. And yeah, she 80s, watched like yeah. the original ones. And I don't know how she, maybe she saw like Degrassi on, you know, the old like preview mm. screens and stuff and went to it. And she was like, she was telling me on it. She's like, oh yeah, these are like these characters. All these adults were on the show that I watched. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. Um, So then I think because I saw like, oh, they have, like, gay storylines and, like, things on this. I'm like, let me, like, I'm going to watch this. So mm. um, then I got, like, then I got into it. And I just love drama, too. So, I mean. uh, you know, there was plenty. <laughs> what are you talking about? Your your Wi-Fi, the real house gays? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> love drama. Oh, God. Okay, and then who are you today? Um, well, today, now I'm, like, a lot, a lot of those things still persist. Um, our microphone is propped up on comic books. And we're sitting in a room that has like Star Wars toys and Power Rangers and like Gundam wing models. And Lyndon's got swords. I do have swords. I I have a lot of swords. All all of my swords, which were purchased like in college and like high school. So, but they're still here because, you know, I don't own any guns. I don't know how to use a gun, but Thank I can God. I can swing a sword. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be over here like, oh, Lyndon's got guns. Like, but I am like, Lyndon's got swords. I sure what do. What is that? That's what. The, oh, and you have size too, don't you? Yes, I do. The size are like, well, I'm not going to say where they are. They're in a secret place. So oh, if somebody are? like comes for me, yeah, I put them away. Oh, uh, if somebody I put them comes somewhere. For you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they'll always be ready For just in case anybody at home was not sure what a sigh is it's what uh which which Raphael, Raphael from Ninja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Raphael from Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtles from TNMT <laughs> there you go that's all we need um there we or go. Melina from Mortal Kombat or oh, Electra yeah. from Marvel so there's a lot of characters that use sigh <laughs> and uh speaking of um acronyms Lyndon also via text was like, yeah, so I was listening to ASD and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what ASD? the fuck is ASD? And he goes, 
was a social disease, your podcast. And I was like, oh, no clue what the fuck you were talking about. I was like, how dare you acronym my own show to me? And I'm like, huh? Well, I listen to this political podcast called Pod Save America all oh, the time, yeah. and they shorten it to PSA. So mm-hmm. I was like, let me just do ASD, like keep it right. simple to shorten this text. Yeah, no, um. and then I, because before, I try often to Google things before I ask somebody so that I'm not, like, putting that e- emotional burden on them to explain something I should know, and when I Googled it, it was, like, a form of autism or something, I was <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck say. is he talking about? Well, yeah, no, that, that's not what I meant, I, I just meant this podcast, um, but so I'm still pretty nerdy, but I also, um, I also, um, I am... Like, I like to go out and party. Like, I go to the bars a lot. I drink a lot. You know, I like to go have fun. So it's like a weird combination. Mm. It's really, it's actually really hard because like, if like, for example, if you're trying to date, it's hard to find somebody where these things match up. Like, okay, well, like people that are into the nerdy stuff are usually like, not they don't they're like oh bars are too crowded and blah, blah, blah. but i'm like well no but i need to go out but then tomorrow i want to see this like marvel movie and like stay right. home and play video games i need both sorry mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. i fulfill his wrestling needs yes but it's really all i can do for him that's and that's the that's the most awkward one of all of them i'm i'm <laughs> right. honestly shocked how many people i have in my life that i can still watch wrestling with like yeah um because i mean it was a big thing back in, oh in the 90s yeah, yeah in the 90s like everybody was watching it was so ingrained mm-hmm. in pop culture like you had right. the rock and stone cold on the cover of like tv guide yeah. and shit when that was a thing <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and oh then my God. we went to so many wrestling events when i was yes. a kid. when i was like 12 to 14 we would go yeah we'd go to the big ones but then we'd also go on their tours they'd have like ones that they didn't record oh, the house yeah shows. the house shows and we'd mm-hmm. go to those because they were cheap. Oh, we went yeah. so much. We brought half the school bus with us every time we Oh, go. wow. <laughs> On it? No, because like Jesse, like her mom was the one that liked to go to concerts and stuff. So like one time we rented a limo to go to Ozfest because there was just so many of us going. So it was like, what do we, I guess like really economically it makes sense to just rent a limo. We all pay a portion of it like, like a bunch of fucking crazies. But Too many kids yeah. for the minivan. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, and and I was doing, like, back then, I was doing, like, backyard wrestling, and, mm-hmm. like, we would do it during recess until some girl told on us, oh. and so then they were like, no more wrestling. Do you want to shout out her name so that we can share I don't her? remember who it was, Damn. honestly. Oh. I don't remember, or I would defame was... her right now, but. Um, <laughs> uh, that bitch. So, yeah, so that's, like, a whole other, that's a whole other thing. I'm pretty sure I, like, tanked a date yesterday by mentioning it, so. Um, <laughs> See, okay, I, it's easier for girls because I, on the other hand, was like, I, I hung out with a dude um, this past Sunday night, and because it was hell in a cell, but I babysat, so like I didn't get to watch it from the beginning. Mm. So like, I went over to his house, and I was like, hey, um, can we like download the WWE app, and I'll just log in so I can watch this pay-per-view? <laughs> and he was like, are you serious right now? And I was like, uh-huh, I sure am. And I might have given you chlamydia, so we're really doubling <laughs> down. Oh, yeah, congrats to me. Um, I'm 30, got my first STI. Oh, my God. Hey, chlamydia Who gave club. you a social disease? Uh, I don't want to say. I'm gonna. I'm gonna assume. I have my. I have my assumptions of who gave me a social disease, yeah. but I don't want to out him. Did I you have to call public. a bunch of people? 
I had to, I had a lot of awkward text messages. I'll oh tell man, you, what. You, didn't, you didn't use the anonymous. No, I <laughs> I own my website. actions. I own my actions, and oh, I told no. I had and luckily, I mean, I got tested like six months ago, so it was only like anybody uh, that I slept with in the last six months, which right. was still, I mean, gosh, a decent number. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> hey. Listen, I mean that that goes hand in hand with uh, with uh, today's the you know today's episode, yes, but exactly. yeah, if I had it like sometimes when I've been in a situation they'll like ask like oh how many people in the last count? and i'm just like that's why i write it down <laughs> in my notes in my uh-uh. phone so that i can keep track no i always just give the same number which is like an average like in my like i just do an average in my head and mm. give it to the doctor which it's like sometimes it's accurate sometimes mm. it's less sometimes it's more oh no but... i'm that bitch that pulls out my phone and counts names <laughs> and then i'm like there you go um, but yeah, no, I had a lot of, uh, awkward text conversations. Um, one guy, unfortunately that I knew was going to take it the worst. He's just a hypochondriac. Mm-hmm. And when I texted him and we, we always used a condom. He was very safe. I had absolutely no, no inkling that he would have chlamydia. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I told him, he was like, I'm shaking at work. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> he told him at work. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, I, look, I thought about it and I was like, I could wait until he's done with work, but I know that if I tell him after the time he can make a doctor's appointment, he's going to be like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was like, I want to give him the window to make an appointment today if yeah. he wants to do that. So that's why I told him when I was at work. And like, I was like, you used a condom. It's probably fine. And he was like, but my fingers were inside of you. And I was like, oh my God, that's how this works. <laughs> like, but I'm like, I don't know why. He's I'm got chlamydia the- fingers. <laughs> yeah, uh. watch out. <laughs> it's that you're like touching the rusty spoon. You get chlamydia fingers. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's like, and it's really, it's really interesting because that's the thing, like we're doing a lot better. I think at least, I don't know about for straight people, but we're doing a lot better in the gay community with destigmatizing like HIV, mm-hmm. like being HIV positive and stuff and yeah. getting people educated to know mm-hmm. like how, how you can and cannot be infected and right. what steps and what things you can do. And a lot of people over now that we have prep. Mm-hmm. Which people, if any listeners don't know what that is, it's pre-exposure prophylaxis. It's a pill that you take every day that um, basically as long as you're on it, you are way less likely to contract HIV. There's been like out of like hundreds of thousands of cases, I think, like don't quote me on this because I haven't done the full research, but, I know, but there have been <laughs> like maybe two cases in all of that of people who contracted Which it while amazing. on it. Um, and I don't know behind, like, what all the circumstances were behind those instances. But, um, so a lot of people are less now afraid of people who, Mm. um, have HIV, but still with STIs, there's still a lot of, like, you know, there's still a lot of stigma behind it and people who are like, ugh, like, you're gross, you're clean if you did this, and like, oh, you slut, like, blah. (laughs) Hee hee. And, like, it's funny because, I don't know, it, it probably just comes from the fact that, like, I've, you know, I've been around the block a few times i've like had my run-ins with stis and like you go and you get a shot and then it's gone in 10 days yeah, I and, took, like, I took not to like and... not to be like see everybody it's all fine like don't right. worry about anything <laughs> like you can get a get a shot or let's raw anything. dog it y'all let's, let's get those it. dicks wet but like but also to say like it's not the end of the world right. like and i've had people who have like accused me mm. and have gone off and then like I go just I'm I just go and get tested and I'm yeah. like well it wasn't me 
Yeah. And people will just say, like, you were the only one that I was with. And I'm just like, <laughs> I don't think that's true. Yeah. And now I know that's not true. Like, and I'm like, also, you're just assuming that you only got it from, like, from set, like, from penetrative sex. Mm. And, like, if you're out there yeah. sucking dicks, you're still, you, you could still get it. Like, there's a lot <laughs> right. of things that you can do to get yeah. a lot of things. Right. And my thing is, like, when people tell me, I'm like, oh, thanks. Like, I'll go get it. Like, I'll go get yeah. it checked out. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Like, yeah. I'll... Like, we had a good time. I'll see you in, you know, 10 days when you're good again. You know, I'm like, right. it's not. A, in fact, that's the best time to go see you because I'll know you haven't been uh, with anyone. No, I know. That's a thing. I've like, uh, so I, a lot of the guys that I told, they were like, oh, it's cool. Like, you know, thanks for telling me it's treatable. No big, but I'll get tested. Like a lot yeah. of the guys were like super cool about it. Um, mm. this, the guy that I made watch wrestling with me, um, it was like, yeah, don't, gave him, I just gave him the, um, cause he didn't have, he has his insurance right now. Um, so I just gave him the partner treatment just in case it was like, mm. here you go. Just in 16 mm-hmm. bucks on me. Thanks Planned Parenthood. <laughs> um, but it's really, I feel like, uh, it's been a good week of like getting to know each other because you can't, <laughs> you can't have sex for seven days. So Jeez. I'm like, wow, that's really forcing my hand of, uh, getting to know a person. And how not... many, how many dates have you been on? Actually, since giving, like, this was, the, I, this, this is a scenario where like, I should have fucking wrecked this shit. I made him watch wrestling and then was like, you could have chlamydia. Here's some meds. Like I should have really <laughs> fucked this up. Um, but no, I saw him Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, oh Thursday, God. Friday. So there yeah, wow, and no, and no uh, sexual contact. So just mm-hmm. like making out. So you know, it's so. Jeez. What I'm saying, ladies, is just tell them they've just, got chlamydia. Just tell, that's how you keep a man. That's how you keep him coming back for more with the promise that we once had unprotected sex and maybe we could do it again in seven to ten business days. Just tell me you have chlamydia, so I know it's real. <laughs> I think I cracked the code. Finally got a boyfriend. Get ready for cuffing season, y'all. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so speaking of who we like, uh, Lyndon. So, if okay, who would you have had a crush on in this iteration when you were in high school versus who do you have a crush on now? Because they are all over 18. So, let's just... Right. <laughs> so, I feel, like, I feel like in high school, it's hard to tell because they were literally maybe... There were like three out gay guys in my high school, mm. and this is a class of like nine hundred people. So mm. wait, we're talking about the, t- the TV characters. I know, no, oh, no. Oh, I'm oh, sa- but I'm oh, saying oh, it's sorry. hard to say who I would oh, like, gotcha, who gotcha. I would have liked okay. in high school because there weren't weren't is. a lot of people to even form a type from. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like maybe a Jonah in high school because I was like because I I also I was not only nerdy but also a jock I was also a little emo too so it was like I had I had it all going on oh my god I had it all going on the first time that I did um a deep dive of Lyndon's Facebook page and his in his profile pictures and it's funny because um Lyndon now I mean you'll plug your IG later but Lyndon now is like cut from marble um (laughs) just a real Adonis of a gentleman um and when I went back in his like Facebook pictures, I was like, he's getting skinnier and skinnier and skinnier and his hair is getting longer and longer and longer until it was like, you know, the typical like black hair over the eye. Oh, oh yeah. Know? No, I had full on like, yeah, like hair. Oh, it was everything. So I had a lot of that. So I think I would have been into a Jonah um, nowadays. Like I'm, this is sounding so cliche for this show now, but like I'm... Especially with this episode, like, Zig is so hot to me right now. 
Um, <laughs> but VJ's cute too. I like VJ too. Um, and he's got really nice lips. I noticed in this episode. I was like, oh. <laughs> but he's like, like. I don't know. He's just like very confident though. Like mm. I like that about him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. Oh, good times. Glad we got to talk about STIs because it's important. <laughs> yeah, listen. I'm all about good sexual health, so. Yes, me too. Me too. You gotta use the podcast with three listeners to destigmatize sexual uh, transmission. Gotta start infection. somewhere. It starts with one person, <laughs> exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We can convince one person. Although, oh my God, it did remind me, Jesse, do you remember... Do you remember Bethany telling a story about um, one of her coworkers who was like, "Don't go to that bagel place, that bagel place, because somebody has AIDS." Oh my and God. Bethany was like, "Okay, well, you can't get AIDS from somebody from a bagel. Bagel. <laughs> bagel." And then she was saying that she was trying to, and she's like, "Well, I guess unless unless they had AIDS and they had like a bloody nose and they like <laughs> sneezed blood on your bagel," and she was like, "I was trying to imagine how much blood you would have to sneeze." <laughs> out onto a bagel that somebody else would have to consume and they'd have to have like a cut in their mouth yeah exactly (laughs) and yeah so then they're just imagining like uh like sneeze blood (laughs) um it's like all i know is that i was eating eating a bagel from there and then i bit the inside of my lip and so now i just don't know yeah i I think i might I might have gotten AIDS from a bagel. <laughs> also, if we're as long as we're doing education, let's make sure that listeners know that HIV is what you contract. AIDS yes. is a condition that you get from having HIV when your immune system is so compromised that you get a bunch of other diseases and conditions that kill you. So, and if you have an everything bagel, it means it has everything, including HIV. <laughs> so be exactly. careful. Be exactly. Don't eat everything bagels. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, great. <laughs> all right. Do you want to start the episode? Yes. Okay. So uh, I don't think I mentioned it before, but we are talking about season two, episode eight, hashtag rise and grind. Ooh, not risen and grizzen. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, none of that. We open with Miles, Winston, and Zoe all chanting for Tristan to eat a spoonful of. I thought it looked like mayo, but I guess it's butter. Yeah, I yeah. Think it was butter. <laughs> Which he doesn't eat on his bread. Like, what do you put on your toast? Or like, what do you? I don't know. Anyways, all those jams at Hollingsworth. Oh, Manor. you're right. That's <laughs> that's what he's used to. He's like, I don't even eat this. I need the six jams provided by Hollingsworth Manor. Oh, thank God you're here, Lindy. Because I royal not... jelly. Yes. <laughs> so next it's Zoe's turn. She has to stick her head into Miles's laundry hamper for five seconds. It smells like a small animal drown in your junk sweat. <laughs> mm. So then Miles opts for truth, and Zoe wants to know his body count. But, you know, all the way, not just like hand jobs. Yeah, no hands. <laughs> but this is so weird because it's like, Zoe. Why are you asking this when you're on his That's list? That's what I thought too. You're outing <laughs> yourself, you dumb bitch. Like, you're not only making it uncomfortable for your boyfriend, but also yeah. your best friend. Right? Well, you got to remember that she doesn't even like him, number one. Yeah. And she, I guess there's, and honestly, there's no shame in her game. I mean, she did her video with Zig and just shared it. Like, she doesn't care what people yeah, think about her in any nobody. of these situations, I've noticed. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> So Miles is all the way up to five now, which is news to Winston. He got down with Esme and Zoe. 
He and Tristan haven't done the deed yet, so Tristan gets uncomfortable. He turns the question back on Virgin Winston, who isn't looking to score a quick thrill and move on. When he asks Tristan, he gets angry and storms off. Can we also talk about the fact that, okay, so you didn't get there, Lyndon, but like, wasn't it the, um, the Degrassi like movie that happened right before mm-hmm. the new class where they it went on the so France bad. trip or whatever? Oh, yeah. Whatever the season was where they went to France. Right. Zoe and, uh, Zoe and, uh, Miles already fucked. Mm. Remember, didn't they? They might have. I don't think they like. I'm pretty sure it. they did already fuck. And then he's like, Zoe last summer, like what? Yeah. I thought they already fucked. I was under Maybe. the impression that that already happened within their world and that well, this was a. Yeah. I mean, this is the problem is the time frames on Degrassi are always really weird. Mm-hmm. So, like, was that last summer? Like, what? Right. Where because are we? One season is like a half a year, mm-hmm. it's yeah. not one season per year. And sometimes I feel like they're like, and this one season is just a semester. And you're like, I yeah. have no fucking clue. <laughs> um, and it's always summer, like <laughs> in Canada. It's weird. But I mean, it wasn't always like that. I, there were lots of like winter, winter. episodes mm. before. So it's, uh, it's really weird. Like you mean the episode where uh, Craig gets Manny um, uh, the Christmas charm bracelet yes. and skates on it? Man, what a triggering episode. I can't even go back there. Oh, man. <laughs> Talk yes, but that well, those were winter episodes. But like on on the the new class, there's been yeah, no. There's winter. never been snow. I've never. It's seen eternal it. summer. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, geez. I mean this. Yeah, this is like this show is all about the aesthetics. I was noting before, like all these actors are way more attractive than Aww. they were before. Like before, Where's they the were Toby? kids and they looked like kids. Like yeah. these people, I'm like, you are all at least like 18 and older. Like, Right. All of you. Even like somebody who's supposed to be considered super nerdy, like say Boz, is mm. like not a bad looking dude. Mm. Like No, not at all. Yeah. So that is that's a good point. Like but when you look back at that first next generation Ashley's episode, those hair. are like Oh my god. Those Emma. are children. Emma. Emma. Oh my god. Especially like seeing her again on like a couple episodes ago or whatever. Oh, I'm just like this what a glow is up. crazy. Her face was like so gaunt. Like that first seat it was like her eyes were sunken in. She was literally a fucking skeleton. It's like, oh my god. Oh, that lady's right. <laughs> oh my goodness okay um yeah but you're though no, you're you have a point there this is a much more attractive bunch of kids yeah. but i also think that kids in general these days look better than we did True. like do they maybe they do they have makeup tutorials i don't know and... yes that's they, true you know they're contouring that's why (laughs) can you imagine 14 year old emma with a contour she was 12 in the first season i don't she doesn't even have cheekbones to contour i don't know oh man anyways so let's just go to the dot oh wait no but i also wanted to point out winston like obliviously saying What's up his butt when Tristan leaves? I'm like, nothing. That's the problem. Uh, so are you, Would you, if you had to guess, you think you're assuming that uh, that Tristan is the bottom. Oh, yeah. Well, so here's the thing. He, and this like comes up later, but he's only been with women. Like he's Miles not, is already, yeah. Miles, My, already, Miles yeah, 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 sorry. And like, so, with, so Miles has only been with women, so... I just would assume then, like, I don't know. I, I, it's real, yeah. yeah. 
that doesn't necessarily mean that, yeah. but I was like trying to figure that out because I was like, well, I'm assuming that, like, I'm assuming Tristan would be a bottom, but he hasn't done anything, so he doesn't know what he likes. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. hard to know, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe they're both verse. They could be. Maybe they're both tops, and they're gonna have to break up over it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the storyline. So. Of this I'm looking century. forward to that being a storyline. I, I know. Hope. I don't. You, would it should come up. Would you go it, there? It's relevant. It is. <laughs> Cause that happened. Like, you ever like had a really big crush on a guy, and then you find out you're both tops, and you're like, "Well, fuck," and neither of you will budge. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Damn. All right. So Zig dances his way over to Grace and Tiny with a happy birthday cupcake to celebrate Tiny getting into science camp. I think you're being a little generous, Jesse. He just does a twirl. <laughs> just a little twirl. <laughs> just Listen, a little twirl. But he's wearing the tightest tank top. <laughs> he has worn it all in the show, and it looked good. <laughs> Because his other ones, like, his, like, butt looked better because there wasn't, like, you could see the shape. Well, because he doesn't wear underwear. <laughs> yeah. There's also that. Yeah. Anyways. Um, so Tiny isn't as excited as they are. He's not a- sure if he can afford the flights. But Zig has a better idea. Let's just enjoy being three single dudes on the prowl. <laughs> Grace points out that Zig is still pining for Maya. But hey... He hasn't thought about her in minutes. Grace takes off when Zig is approached by a random woman who asks if he can dance. She's got a gig for him. Tiny chimes in that he can dance too, so he wants in. Zig doesn't want Tiny to steal his gig, but Tiny needs the money. Um, I thought it was pretty funny that uh, the way Tiny defended Grace is it was like, Bro, you just misgendered Grace by calling her a dude. Like, what are you doing? Like, like that was a strange. Um, but B also the way that that woman came up like with a little poster. Mm-hmm. Like, was she about mm-hmm. to fucking hang that shit in the dot? Like, looking for strippers. And she's just like, wait, I found them. Yeah, they're right here. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I kept thinking she was Holly J through this whole I episode. I thought so, And I was too. like, wait, yeah. no. She did look like, she, yeah, she looks like Holly J. And I mean, that, that would have been a twist. What if she century. was Heather Sinclair? <gasps> but we never saw, maybe that was Heather Sinclair, <laughs> that bitch. Oh my God, it would be trying to recruit. Oh, How do you even know if they're 18-year-olds? You're at the dot. Why didn't you ask that up front? She asked at the end of the interview. Right? right. Oh Before my God. she asked them to take their clothes off. Spoiler alert, sorry. She asked if they're 18. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Yeah, no, I uh, I thought it was very strange that I was like, are you, she was about to hang those posters in the dot. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I gathered at least. Um, Listen, they don't discriminate against sex workers at the dot, I guess. So. Yeah, well. Hey. Does that count as a, a stripper count as a sex worker? I think so. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because like you're like selling your body in a way you know mm-hmm. like so it's mm-hmm. still you're not having sex but, obviously necessarily but didn't you ever see that that tweet about like if you don't think minors uh like that work in the mines not <laughs> people that are young minors do they not sell their body they do but not for sexual gratification That's which true. i think that, right. that what strippers if, do what if minors really turn me on <laughs> It's like, ooh, yes, get those salt <laughs> deposits. Mm. <laughs> They're all up in that cleavage. That's a that's a rock a little geology joke. Just joke. Sorry. <laughs> all I have is water in my cup, and I'm drunk. <laughs> all right. So Maya and Jonah head to his car as Maya teases him about running away with his girlfriend. 
Frankie is trying to be good, so she has less time for him. Which is like, so she's being less racist, so she has no time for you, Joe. I was like, like, what do you mean Frankie's trying to be good? All they do together is tell racist jokes all day. They do. They do. God, I we we always thought that that Jonah was like actually teaching her to be a better person, but in actuality, he was like he's like just don't do it in public, man. Right? <laughs> What's the deal with these blacks? Am I right? And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> we just don't see it. It's not recorded. Oh, jeez. So it's good because they need to record before um, Maya loses her co-op. Oh yeah, making it rain. <laughs> <laughs> That is what she sounded like. Oh, God. So I was just like, who the fuck throws their checks on the ground? And why like, did she have multiple checks? Was for it like five dollars? I think that's how that. I think that's how that happens, though, for royalties checks. Oh, like, it's you per get, video. I think it's like something, but you will get like multiple checks for like tiny amounts of okay. money. There was actually there's a Seinfeld episode about that. Where mm. Jerry oh, I- <laughs> Jerry like gets cramps in his hand from signing all these like little checks because he did a commercial. <laughs> I forget what it, but he did a commercial or something, and then he keeps getting all these little checks mm-hmm. for royalties, and his hand like cramps up, and it turns. There's a whole in Seinfeldian fashion. There is yeah. a whole like thing that goes behind that, but yeah, we're like, not about that like yet. We have no, no. sponsors. <laughs> we're gonna get you monetized. Yeah, I'm, mm. I'm gonna share. I'm gonna share this on all my social media, and I have a collective like ten thousand followers. So because Lyndon's a man whore on IG, <laughs> and he'll plug that later. I've seen parts of Lyndon I never thought I'd see <laughs> as his friend, and it's always it's always a surprise. I I think I didn't follow you on a social disease. But I had followed you on um, your work. No, I was I was like, <laughs> was doing, like a... I was doing social media for like a theater company. Yeah, that's and I was. just like I didn't know I had not heard wind of uh, Lyndon's <laughs> IG, and uh, when I started following it, it would always be like the first post I think because it had like the most likes and reacts, and I'd be like, whoa, Lyndon's got just a towel in front of his dick. Okay, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Listen, my Hasegram is. Pop in, all it right. Is. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're gonna bring in the listeners. Yay! Well, I'll try. <laughs> uh. So Maya got like five dollars in YouTube royalties. Jonah isn't very impressed. But what's with the uptick in money but no views? Turns out VJ recorded his own sweet dance version and has like four thousand views. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently is worth like a dollar. Yeah, That's like, a, like a, I feel a like you need a lot more, or like a dollar per thousand views or something. I don't you know. You don't maybe. get a lot. I mean, like, yeah. you, like I know, like Spotify is like point like zero one cents per listen or yeah, something. Right. Like the the, the royalties you get are really small. Yeah, I tried to <laughs> help my ex get money from Spotify for his music by. Uh, just playing his album on loop and then muting it and going to bed. <laughs> I think he got like fucking sixty two cents or something from it. But like, yeah. I was like, I'm helping. I'm a good That's girlfriend. Right there. If only you weren't cheating on me. <laughs> he could have had a bad bitch. Not well. I was committal, but he was non-committal. So unfortunately, he'd uh, help him with with his career just a just little. a little on Spotify. Just a little. You hear that, boys? I'll give you chlamydia, and I'll help you with your career. Just a little. Listen, those royalties aren't covering the treatment, all right? No, they're not. 16 whole dollars. Well, actually, mine was covered. Partner treatment was $16. My insurance covered mine for free, so. 
So Maya isn't happy he stole her song. It wasn't for sale. Mm. I feel like I'd be like into it. I'd be like, all right, spread my song around. Exactly. Get more attention for it. That's like, that's impressions. You might get some, you know, some click through. If right. you play your cards right. If you're not a bitch, Maya. <laughs> and like somebody should have educated on her on how this shit works. Like, sorry, girl. Like if they pay for it. Yeah. There's not really much you can do about it. Yeah. Oh my God. Did you see that other tweet about like, if you're going to make a sex tape, play Disney music in the background because yeah. it will get taken down immediately. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. I saw that for um, Republican propaganda, like when they're out in the street creating like rallying rallying and stuff oh you just go with a speaker and play taylor swift or something in the background yeah because <laughs> yeah, no, she'll arrive and shut it right down. i did have a <laughs> i had a performance where i played a beyonce song at the end and i had it on youtube and uh it definitely got taken down because of the beyonce song mm-hmm. so i said to cut it but that's fine they will mm. get you it's sometimes it's surprising me how quickly the they take stuff oh, down yeah. like, i like i like and yet, when Nazis post things, they're like, "Let that shit go." I like Enjoy. recorded like a like a ten second clip from a episode of Parks and Rec to like post to make a point of something on YouTube and or on Facebook, and then like mm-hmm. literally, I post it five seconds later. It's like it's gone. I was like, "Oh, Jesus, okay. wow!" <laughs> Big Brother's watching. I'm like, I paid for this. I paid for this Hulu subscription. <laughs> it's Casual Friday. <laughs> Sorry, that's what the, that was the voice that's I the heard. That's the office, but I still, know, but yeah. that's the voice I heard. <laughs> it's Casual Friday. Anyways. So Miles exclaims that he doesn't get it, which Winston misunderstands as not getting the math problem. What he doesn't get is why Tristan got mad the other day over his number. It's just a little sex. <laughs> and Zoe, <laughs> Zoe is more experienced than Winston, but Winston isn't psyched about her number either. But he's ready when she is. But they didn't say she didn't say her number though. No, she didn't. He didn't ask her. Yeah. But he, but she, he at least knows that she did it with Miles. Right. So mm-hmm. she, since he's done nothing, she's more experienced still. That's true. <laughs> Where's my number? Are we all ready to oh, reveal God. our numbers? <laughs> I do not know what my number is. Yeah, neither do I. Wow. Well, I, I, have, got- I have no way of knowing that. Well, I y'all should really counting. keep better records. <laughs> I'm at 46. <laughs> I don't know. I've been in monogamous relationships back to back. Or, well, one, was, one wasn't one was monogamous. But I've been in relationships for like the last 14 years. That's like, <laughs> like a that's, really long that's like time. That's like your whole yeah. life number. Wait, mine? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say my numbers oh, uh, I was... were high and then well, kind of went teetered off. Yeah. And then they load out. I was at like 72 in 2010, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like, rose. I mean, 20 years older than me? No, just kidding. <laughs> Podcast over. Yeah, right. We, I mean, I would expect your number to be, I think you've always been comfortable, uh, you know, getting out there and, and doing your thing. That's true. I feel like I've, I've uh, you know, had... Peaks and valleys of like where I was at, where I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna sleep with a man until he's my boyfriend, and that's how I got into a relationship with Nate, and that was a terrible <laughs> idea, simply because I told right. him that, and then we got drunk and fucked, and the next day I was like, oh, "You're my God. boyfriend now," and then it was like, "Oh no." I yeah, so I calculated my number that one time, and then I was like, "I'm never doing this again," because <laughs> it was, it was like horrifying. Once I ca- counted it all up, I was like, "Nope, nope, nope." Um, and also, but like the funny thing is like, 
I don't know. I grew up like I grew up like an ugly duckling, and it wasn't until mm-hmm, later same. into like later into like my life that I figured out my style better, like got more mm-hmm. confident, and was able to get out there and do more stuff. And because I came from like nobody paying me attention to be able to get attention, I was like, well, I better like get what I can get while I like while mm-hmm. I can because you never know. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like. You know, today's sex is not promised tomorrow. So <laughs> if it, when it comes up, like you better get better get busy fucking. Or I want that on a throw pillow. <laughs> today's sex is not promised tomorrow. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Oh god. <laughs> Live, laugh, fuck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, I had a similar experience because, like, I was an ugly duckling up until I got bangs. And then suddenly the it dudes came running. <laughs> show us your forehead, Jesse. Give us a little. Oh, oh no. <laughs> show us that five head. It's a five head. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, yeah. Once I started uh, just, you know, letting my titties out to play. It was. <laughs> I don't know that I, I think I feel like I did a, a pretty good glow up. Um, but I had to I had to move to Chicago because mm-hmm. like. For me, it was all of a sudden being in a larger city with people that weren't just white where I was like, oh, there's people who are into this? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so that was really the what brought me into yeah, definitely. My, my sexual excitement. Being in a larger pond yes. you know, changes things a lot. It does. It sure, sure, certainly does. I can't. <laughs> uh, yep. But um, So Miles thinks everyone overcomplicates sex. Winston says that Miles makes everyone feel like a loser for not having sex, which tips Miles off that Tristan is also a virgin, which is great news. Miles can just bang him. Problem solved. I agree. <laughs> I agreed with Miles wholeheartedly this whole time. You know, I mean. If you want sex, nut up and shut up. <laughs> nut up and do it. As he said, nut up and do it. Not nut up and shut up, but nut up and do it. <laughs> And that'll be on your other throw pillow. <laughs> um, you know, and it's funny, though, because he does, I feel like just by looking at stereotypical teenage boys, mm-hmm. like that kind of did make sense where he was like, we're two teenage boys that like each other. Right. Like, let's just do it. Because that's pretty much, I mean, well, maybe that's just what society tells us mm-hmm. that, you know, because of the American Pie movies, <laughs> we just assume that all teenage boys are trying to do is fuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, listen, if there'd been like, well, I remember my days like pre pre losing my virginity. I remember my days where I was like, and then like, I'm not doing it until I have a boyfriend. And but like, I remember those mm. days, but mm. I couldn't get a boyfriend to save my life. So <laughs> eventually, eventually I was like, all right, let's just it's too it's been too long. Let's just mm. get let's just get what we can get. <laughs> Can we tell virginity stories? Oh, God. I'll tell mine. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's not that exciting because I had a high school boyfriend. However, um, I will say that I remember we we dated for like a year and a half from like freshman to sophomore year. And then we broke up for, I don't know, six months or something like that. Got back together junior year. And then it was like, we hadn't had sex when we first were together, but then I was like all consumed with like, well, I have to lose my virginity to you. Mm-hmm. And like, you keep like being distant on me and like wanting to break up. So we need to fuck, we need to fuck right now. <laughs> like, I need to lose my virginity to you and not somebody else random. Right. Um. So yeah, I just remember, I think it was in, at his house. 
because uh, his mom were well, his his dad was an eye doctor and his mom was a teacher, so we knew like kind of when she was coming home mm-hmm. and if she had like activities, so we would just be at his house. And uh, yeah, uh, he had a very large penis. It hurt. <laughs> I was, it was like we did it the first time, and then it was like I don't know if I want to do that again. So we wait. He was very nice about it. He never like pressured me into it. He mm-hmm. was like, "I'm ready whenever you are." Yeah. Um. So it was like a good experience that I didn't feel like I you know was pressured into it at all, but. Um, it definitely was a, it took some getting used to. It was mm. like, let's try some lubrication. That helped. It just took a while to like, be like, oh, okay, this is fun now. Well, you also have to like, if you're tense and you're like nervous. Right, exactly. Yeah, and I'm sure that was a big part of it. Um, so yeah, it was definitely like, just getting used to it and then being like, all right, now, now I'm good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 17, I was 17. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I don't know how old I was at the time, but I remember taking this like online quiz because I was like, (laughs) like, are you a virgin? (laughs) So (laughs) no. So again, I was like I said, I was like nerdy kid. And so I um, was big into like online role playing. Mm. I would do these like X-Men like role plays back when (laughs) America Online was still a thing and they were like chat rooms. Are you saying my email address isn't valid? Um, I'm not saying that I still don't have my email address from then, but I don't use it. Uh, But my mom still uses hers, so... I can email it. There's that. (laughs) Um, But I think it was back during that time, but I don't remember. But I remember taking this quiz that was like, when will you lose your virginity? And you, like, fill out a bunch of questions, and then it, like, tells you. I remember it said... You will lose your virginity at the age of 21 and in your own bed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh. And like at the time it was like a while from then. I was like, oh no. But so I had like, (laughs) but so cut to, cut to my senior year at U of I. Yes. So it was my senior year at U of I. I was... Going to turn, it was almost my golden birthday. It was like August, like late August. So my birthday is at the end of September. So we were like less than a month from my 22nd birthday. I had not <laughs> lost my virginity yet. I was going to a friend of mine's uh, birthday party at this bar. So I was like, and I like got dressed, got myself dressed up. I felt really cute. I was like the perfect drunk. Like I was having a really good time that night. And I just, I think that like, lended itself to this but my energy was just like on and we're just like talking to him i was just vibing i don't remember what i said to him um but we had like left and like as we were all kind of like leaving um i think he asked if like if i wanted a ride back home because he had driven there so i was like okay sure and so then we drove back and like he was dropping me off at the front front of in front of my place and I don't remember how we got to this but I was just like I think I was just like sort of talking I don't know if I was bemoaning like my sex life but we were just sort of talking (laughs) about like stuff and I just remember saying to him I was like you know sometimes you just want to be close to someone you know and he was (laughs) like such a Degrassi line (laughs) and he literally and listen I, I was raised on some Degrassi so I pulled out my best trick and (laughs) <laughs> and he was like, he's like, well, you know, you can be. Ooh. And so I invited him in. We did the thing. He spent the night and then left. But the funny part is I was 21. He was like 30, which at the time mm. was like a big stretch yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you right. know when you're like young and 30 seems so old? Oh, yeah. Like you're, nowadays, like I'm 34 now and like 
Yeah, but I don't I get with twenty one year olds all the time. Okay. <laughs> like they like they don't care. Like it's like a different culture now. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um but it was nice. But then I of course persist like went from there to be like infatuated with him and he was just like Aww. again, he was thirty and was kinda like no, dude, like, we just had some fun. I'm going about my the rest of my, like, life, mm. <laughs> which led to some tribulations for me, but we won't get into all that. But mm. it was it was good, though. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was 19 because I never had a high school boyfriend. I had, like, a friends with benefits in high school, but it was not a good situation. But we didn't have sex. Um... It was a guy who I met through Live Journal. <laughs> he had um, just moved to Fitzwilliam, where I was living. What? Yeah. And he found me on Live Journal. I was like, hey, I just moved to Fitzwilliam. You want to be friends? And so uh, I had it like. The stuff of <laughs> <laughs> nightmares, Jesse, didn't you? I was like, you got, he... were you wearing dolphin pants? Did you meet him at a hotel? <laughs> Um, okay. Well, so was it he was like 24. So he was like 24. And this was when I worked at Mr. Mike's. Oh, yeah. And he came in one day. Like, we hadn't met up or anything. We were just fa- uh, live journal friends. friends. <laughs> and he came in one day and was like, hey, we're friends on live journal. <laughs> Which in <laughs> like, itself is like awkward as fuck. But yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. So then from there, he would, like, talk to me on live journal and be like, you want to hang out? And so we would. We'd, like, watch movies and stuff. And then, I don't know, we would, like, fool around. But then, like, he kind of made a big deal about the fact that I was a virgin. So it took, like, a while. And I can barely remember it. Like, it wasn't spectacular. Nothing to write home about. It was just kind of, like whatever let's get this over with type of thing Mm. um and then we like slept together a couple more times we like kind of dated but he didn't want to be like in a relationship he was like seeing multiple people and i can't remember like what ended it but something ended it and a social disease i don't know (laughs) (laughs) it just like wasn't at the time i was all like "Ooh, maybe i'll have a boyfriend but that didn't happen Oh man, I feel that. Yeah, been there. How and so it goes. (laughs) So it goes. (laughs) Anyway, and then shortly after that, that's when I got the bangs, and that's when I started getting banged. (laughs) Hey, hey, yes. (laughs) Oh man, what a game changer! VJ and Boz are duking it out in a magic game when Maya strolls in. (laughs) VJ is psyched to see her. He loves her music. She asks him to take the song down, but he doesn't want to upset his subscribers. Boz tries to insert himself as manager, and Maya is not concerned with him. He notes that the song is a cover, which is allowed, and that she's credited for it. She doesn't have the right to force him to take it down. She is about to record an album, and she doesn't want his weird version out there confusing everyone, which offends VJ. Maybe your version is the weird version. She threatens to rip his magic card, which is probably worth like five cents if he doesn't take it down. So of course he agrees. But what if that? What if that's the most powerful no, it card? On the card? I feel it's like what, what's it called? Maybe Maya. <laughs> yeah, maybe she got lucky and she picked one that had a lot of 
I don't know, spell power. I'm not, I, <laughs> I mean, either way, I feel like this is illegal, like threatening property damage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's getting messy. But also, I love that VJ admits, like, I know we have a weird history. Mm-hmm. It's like, y'all trolled the fuck out of her and then Threatened had her, her swatted. And her family with rape. <laughs> yeah. Swatted like, her. Yeah, it's like not even. So it's like, I think Maya has every right to, specifically him, yeah. like, yeah. not want him to do it. But she doesn't like, even mention that no, part. No, I don't like, even think she cares about weird. that. That's what's weird about it. <laughs> Yeah, they often do that in Degrassi where they don't acknowledge a lot of like past storylines where it's like, no, y'all aren't cool. Right. Um, but okay, whatever. Although oh, you know VJ what did start to get into the feminist club, remember? He was like, oh, that's true. I talked to Mr. Perino about the word manpower. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Because that's what was really holding us back. We're probably paid equally now thanks to VJ. <laughs> You know what, I just, I'm sorry, this is behind, but, like, isn't it weird that Miles didn't know Tristan was a virgin? Like, yeah. did they never have that conversation? I guess not. And well, I mean, there's there was the whole thing where he thought he, you know, had a social disease mm. and all oh, that yeah. stuff. So maybe he just thought, like, oh, he must have been banging dudes, like, since right. us. Ah, uh, okay. That makes sense. Good point. Tiny serves up some sick dance moves in front of Zig and a crowd of randos. He, he then beckons for Zig to show him some of his best ones. Zig jumps up and down, starts spinning and pointing and waving his hand in front of his face. Doing some John yeah, Cena. Yeah, he did the John Cena. Then Tiny counters with some arm movements and a little twirl. Clearly, <laughs> Tiny's the better dancer. I was like, yeah, all literally all Zig did was a twirl. He, he pointed. He didn't do anything. And then John Cena. Like, that was it. He did a little shoulder, shoulder shimmies, too. But, like, overall, it's like, this is for a dance battle. And then, yeah. like, because I was watching, and I was like, okay, okay. He's, like, warming up to something. And then he just walks back. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah. I was like, um... Uh, okay. that, that's nothing yeah <laughs> yeah and then and then for like um esme to the thing of it is she's not in the background of the scene right it's like she tiny finishes and end. she walks through the door yeah. and it was like how did you even see any of that but okay it's it's her business to know what's going on it's true. so she listen it whenever the pot needs to be stirred she will appear it's true <laughs> It's true. She's like, let's talk some shit about these people. Let's do it. So yeah, Esme inserts herself talking shit to Zig. Zig rolls his eyes. She's no expert. But apparently she is and has 12 years of dance training. She offers lessons, which he shrugs off. But then he immediately rushes to her for help once Tiny walks off. She accepts, but he better be ready to work. Hard. (laughs) <laughs> yeah she threw yeah she was throwing out the the flirt bombs in yeah. this episode because again i watched with the subtitle so it was like you better be ready to work period hard period <laughs> and i was like ooh, foreshadow it's as if she knew what he was auditioning <laughs> yeah, for she and knew. he didn't um it, has it been like established that she's a dancer i don't know so. no because that was like a like a random thing to just bring up Right. Which usually in the st- like in the style of Degrassi, usually they'll like throw these things out for people like mm. offhandedly earlier so that there's some reference. Like, but yeah, no, they never because she, she's not even she wasn't on the um, Next Generation. Yeah. she was an entirely okay. new character. And so. like usually, and like sometimes they'll even throw things in for people that they then never reference again. Like when mm-hmm. Marco was like a 
fly breakdancer before he was a real character. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) That they just never bring up again that he can like apparently is like a great dancer. Yeah. Mm. I never thought about that. (laughs) I think about it often. (laughs) (laughs) So Miles tricked Tristan into coming up to his bedroom for a makeout sesh. Tristan obliges. Miles immediately rips his shirt off but they're interrupted by a text from Tristan's dad. He needs to check in because he promised he'd be home in 20 minutes. Miles insists it won't take that long. <laughs> you're not even... Right, you're not even... One minute, man. Sorry, it took me a minute. Anytime a dude says that on TV, I'm like, so you intend on disappointing me. Right. I'm like, wait. Because the thing of it is, is like, it'd be one thing if you're like admitting that it's going to take a little less than 20 minutes. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You're not taking into account that he's got to travel home in 20 minutes. So like, and I assume he's walking. I don't think he has a car. Like, So here is the point where I thought maybe, maybe Miles is going to bottom. Like, maybe he's like, this won't take long. Like, I'm going to ride the shit out of you, Tristan. Oh, oh. And you're a virgin, so this will take two seconds. And then you'll be happy <laughs> and we can move on, you know? Yeah. All right. <laughs> huh. that's, a good, that's a good point. Because there weren't really any cues to, like, yeah. there were no, there were no, there were no body yeah, cues right. for their positions, really. So I was like, because he, like, threw him down on his back. So, I mean, mm-hmm. he could have just hopped on and we don't see which, maybe which way they're going. because they're both... Uh, like essentially gay virgins maybe mm. they were going to sword fight with their dicks and they assume that that's what <laughs> gay sex is <laughs> pew, 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 pew. I, I mean I feel like for both of them like for your first time that way it's like doesn't it take a lot of prep and a lot of like yeah, that's, yeah I, I, I had that in my notes too I'm like if Tristan's supposed to bottom I'm like no that's horrible you gotta you make sure you that. didn't have Taco Bell that day like <laughs> well you know what honestly thinking about it more and more clearly Miles was going to bottom for Tristan because yeah Oops. Tristan would not have prepped for that like yeah. there you don't you don't do that but granted if, maybe Miles doesn't realize because he's not saying. fucked a guy before yeah he I just don't know his that you know Tristan's anus he would is know, self-lubricating I think he would know though <laughs> you would think he'd know but he, it, in fact it's usually the opposite usually like guys like guys like gay guys who have not had anal sex before are afraid of that more than guys who are more experienced mm-hmm, at it like mm-hmm. so i feel like he must have known that he was good to go mm-hmm. i'm like sure that, of it now i'm sure well but that's now. that's <laughs> saying that degrassi has gay writers that would know <laughs> but you don't mean that would put this much thought and that's evidence true. to it but if it's a bunch of straights i'm like oh this is what gay guys do just <laughs> Listen, take no, I, i'm penetrate. adding this i'm adding this to the meta text of the of the show like it, it's done yeah okay it's okay out so it's all out right. there now so, I've spoken. so then would we would you consider but then would you consider Miles verse because probably he probably could be I have known guys though who were like who were like I've known bi guys who like to fuck women and bottom for guys so mm-hmm. there's yeah, there's there. all kinds it takes all kinds yeah I mean when takes and gives all kinds <laughs> when y'all's prostates are in your booty holes I mean plays for all teams okay he does <laughs> he sure does oh man. So Miles starts aggressively ripping off clothes and belts and all that, but then makes the mistake of pointing out that he's had more sex than Tristan, which Tristan takes offense to. Are you saying there's something wrong with me? Miles says sex isn't a big deal, to which Tristan Tristan replies, maybe not for a man whore. (laughs) 
Hey. When, when Frankie busts in without knocking, embarrassing everyone. Notice they didn't even they didn't even react to that. Like she opened the door and they just like stood She's there. She's the one who's like, like oh. oh, oh my god. But like they were just kind of like, what? What do you want? Tristan was too right. busy slut shaming to feel. Right. He was he was basking in the glow of self righteousness, <laughs> so he could not feel shame in that moment. No. <laughs> Exactly. And not, it's because, like, neither of them were hard. Like, I mean, granted, it's, it's a fucking children's well, show. <laughs> listen, he didn't have his pants off yet. You can't, you couldn't They necessarily were both wearing, tell. like, baggy boxers. Well, no. Uh, Miles didn't take his pants off oh, yet. Oh, you're right. He still okay, had his jeans true. on. He was unbuckling. <laughs> oh, you're right. There's a lot of unbuckling on yeah. this show. Like, guys are just unbuckling the, mostly Miles, I guess. But, like, <laughs> right, right. But both Miles it. and Zig, like, unbuckle their pants in front of people in this episode. That's so. true. <laughs> and the time that uh, Miles tried to unbuckle his pants at the, uh, right. the, rest, the Mexican exactly. restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to show everybody my dick. <laughs> oh, those are the days. Right. <laughs> like, why didn't Frankie knock? Like, right. You don't, if you have a teenage brother, mm-hmm. don't go, don't just open the door. He could be masturbating or something like <laughs> I feel That's, like this is a, yeah, this is a, like, it's a, I think it's a common, like, television and movie trope, mm-hmm. though, people just busting into rooms, because I've never had that happen, right. except yeah. for, like, my, like, when my niece was four, she right. would do that. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, <laughs> Or, like, my dog would do that if she smelled food, she'd just yeah. push into a room, like. <laughs> and she didn't care if you were masturbating. She didn't. <laughs> she just, the dog has a look of shame on her face, shakes she's her like, head, mm. walks out. She's like, no snacks? <laughs> she's, she's like, all this bone and none for me. Oh, <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy. Look who's 40. <laughs> so, Zig twirls, thrusts, kicks and poses his way through a breathtaking number but god damn it his arms just aren't strong enough nope he tries again and esme immediately yells strong arms um i also want to point out that when you watch with subtitles it said somber pop music playing (laughs) (laughs) and that's exactly what it was Hey. Um, zig has a bitch fit and tries to quit because she isn't buying a ticket to his gun show (laughs) <laughs> we are though we're lining up for it i sure am zig takes his weak-armed failure as a sign that he can't do anything he can't even nope. be a good boyfriend nope esme rolls her eyes is he really whining about a girl he needs to get confidence and fight the doubt now let's try again they really threw me with her being like, are you really talking about another girl right, right. now? She's yeah. already, already yeah, like, well, I'm your girlfriend. That's what I'm saying. I thought she was going to be like, why would you bring up another girl in front of me? We dated, blah, 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 blah. But it was like, no, dance is about confidence. I was like, okay, Esme. <laughs> Not giving a single shit about Zig anymore. I, yeah. I feel you. That's who you are. <laughs> it's Yeah, and it's like really interesting to see her on like, I'm like, is this supposed to be a redemptive arc for her? Like, she's such a weird character that they just throw into, like, storylines yeah. randomly. And, like, her motivations are just, like, wild. Because mm-hmm. she was, like, wanting Miles to do drugs all the time. Yeah. And was, like, being, like, manipulative and all this shit. And then now she's just like, oh, no, I'm, like, helping you just because. Like, <laughs> right? 
Like, yeah, he, and there wasn't a lot of tra- there wasn't really much that happened in between those two states. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess like people can be dynamic in that way, but as far as the narrative goes, I'm just like, so she's good now. Like, yeah. what's happening? She did audition for the um the show, the reunion oh, yeah. show. Oh yeah, and failed. So I don't know. She's got a lot of tricks up her sleeve. She yeah. So Frankie is perusing a gossip rag that Miles needs to add to the box of Tristan's stuff. Mother Hollingsworth comes out and insists they get to school. Frankie is actually on board because yesterday wasn't so bad. Mother needs them straight home from school for Hunter's getting out of the psych ward party. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! She invited Tristan, but Miles is going to uninvite him. Frankie questions why they're breaking up. Miles says because he rejected me sexually, but Frankie doesn't want to hear about it. Miles doesn't want to be with someone who doesn't want to sleep with him. But Miles is blowing this way out of proportion. Um, I didn't really have uh, anything much to add to that one scene besides the fact that, like, the box of stuff for Tristan, there was, like, one weird-looking almost Hawaiian shirt that I was like, what? Yeah. What? Like, like a, like a brown sock hanging out. I was like, what is this stuff that he's... Purple water bottle? There yeah. There was a water bottle, yeah. But this, <laughs> and a this just reiterates man. why you don't talk about your number. You shouldn't. I I try to avoid it at all costs. Forty six. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Yeah. No. Again, I just stopped counting. I was like, eh, this will just make me feel bad. Exactly. <laughs> I wear my number with a badge of honor. Give me a scarlet forty six. <laughs> Put it on my chest. All right. So now we're in the front of the school, and Maya is running down the playlist for an upcoming show as she and Grace approach the school. Surprisingly, Maya is down to play Yes because VJ's cover made her realize what a good song it was. She starts to feel bad when they approach Jonah, who just so happens to be watching VJ trashing her on YouTube for not letting him <laughs> sing the song. <laughs> VJ says, She said if you're different, her songs are not for you. <laughs> and I'm like, Did he reach before that stretch? Right. <laughs> Listen, you know what? She should have she should have known better to cro- than to cross a queen, though. Like, right? he came back petty as fuck with all the power of his many more followers. Like, she should have been a little more contrite mm-hmm. right. when she did all that. Like, I'm just like, Listen, you're trying to be Taylor Swift, but you're not her yet. <laughs> No, exactly. <laughs> um, and then for, uh, was it Grace to be like, yeah. do you want to start a flame war? I was like, is this homophobic? I was like, what? <laughs> what? I've never heard anybody say that before. No, that's what, that's... It, that's what it's called when you go back and forth on yeah. like social media, like trashing is each other. It's called a flame it's called? war. Yeah. <laughs> flame oh my God. <laughs> Damn, Grace. <laughs> it's Coming just coincidental that it's with a gay man. <laughs> You want to start a flame war with this flamer? Like, <laughs> and she and she lost before she could even start. So that's why that's why you don't start one with a gay man. He was <laughs> BJ is always on fire. Honestly, though, yeah, I've learned my lesson. I'm not even trying anymore. Y'all win, but so love wins. Y'all win. I don't win. <laughs> So Maya thinks she's a serious artist and VJ is just a karaoke queen. <laughs> I mean, that's accurate. Yeah, but... right. Oh my God. <laughs> how about those first couple episodes where Jesse didn't know how to pronounce VJ? <laughs> VJ. <Those> were... <laughs> Listen, I wasn't going to bring it up. 
<laughs> I mean, listen, the trouble it, we have with Yael. I, I should have. What I should have done before this is like just go back as I was listening and record myself responding to things yeah. you guys were talking about. I'm like, no, it's this. It's this. It's VJ. It's, it's like, not VJ. <laughs> Uh, but JJ is painting. (laughs) (laughs) Always a classic. (laughs) Right? Did you have anything else to say about that scene? No, just that I didn't know that I y'all the things I learned from this podcast. (laughs) There's so much internet stuff that I don't know about. Um, I guess I don't get into that much trouble. That's because dudes are always like, "Are you on Instagram? Are you on Snapchat?" I'm like, "Nope, just Facebook." (laughs) Well, I le- lost my virginity because of live journals, so I go way back. Oh, I mean, they're, well, yeah, they're forever tied. I had a dead journal, not a live journal, so I think I'm a worse person. I'm not sure. I had a Zanga. Oh, oh. <laughs> look at us with our powers combined. Here we are. Um, but yeah, I just was like really interested in how they're super paralleling Maya to Taylor Swift in this episode, mm-hmm. and I was just like. She wishes, but... (laughs) (laughs) So, Zig's passionate interpretive dance woos the judges. He leaps, he bends, he sways from side to side. It's powerful. And they said it was something. I don't know if they felt all that, but... Well, I mean, again, and the, I'll I'll come back to this. I'll come back to what what I want to say on the net on the final round of this scene since it gets yeah. split up in the middle. But all I'm gonna say is that he looked great. That's all I'm gonna say. I like, I, <laughs> and I really appreciate that he went from like what we saw at that mm-hmm. dance battle to this. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, he, he tra- did come. He far. does a fucking like black flip. <laughs> like, a black flip? A back flip. Oh, a back I think I was combining oh, okay. back and flip into okay, one okay. word. I was like, what's a, I was like, do black people have bit. their own flip that I don't know about? I was like, Lyndon, tell me. I invite me to the barbecue. I want to see the black flip. <laughs> um, Zig slaps the floor, runs in a circle, <laughs> pretends to dance with a lady. It's the most moved I think I've ever been. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, but his butt did look good. Yeah, he looks good. He looks I good. was just like, oh, come on, Zig. Come through. I just felt like he was interpreted dancing as a tree when he swayed. Yeah, it's very possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that one move where he was like pushing at the ground. Like, yeah. <laughs> he like runs and then stops and then pushes at the ground. It was very strange. It was very serious. Very. Miles approaches Tristan after his student council meeting. They discuss his mom's evite. Miles says he doesn't have to come since he clearly doesn't want to. Tristan expects an apology, but Tristan called called Miles a man whore, which he then doubles down on. Mm-hmm. Typical Tristan insulting people in a fight in a fit of rage and then expecting an apology. Yep. Yeah. But I love that this is so high school because Miles think that they Miles thinks that they obviously broke up, whereas Tristan's like, "Wait, what? Like, what do you mean, come back to me, huh? Like, the, y'all just talk." But just honestly, when is listen? When is Tristan? Tristan needs to get called out eventually because so what? He's been like biphobic. Now he's yeah. slut shaming. Like he's doing all these. He's so he's the worst. He's the fucking worst. T- that's why I'm never Team Tristan. I'm not oh, Team I've, Tristan. I've never liked him. Yeah. I mean, he he was also, I, and I don't blame him as much. He wasn't really transphobic, but he was kind of transphobic with uh, 
Adam in mm-hmm. the next generation. Oh. Not really though, because he just wasn't into him, but still mm-hmm. like they set them up just because and, yeah, right. and Adam was not gay yeah. and was into women. So it was a yeah. whole different thing, but still, right. like, yeah. but he has a problematic past and mm-hmm. present and right. it's just sometimes I'm just like, Ugh. and probably future. Hopefully, because I'd love to call him out some more. <laughs> I don't know. I just liked our first glimpse of Tristan when he was like, an, he was going to come to junior high or whatever, and he like swirls around in the um, office chair and is like, hey. Yeah. Oh, my God. He was so, well, fat Tristan. His intro was great. I know y'all love fat Tristan. <laughs> Me too. I also wanted to like, because again, it's my first time on the podcast. Um, We're taking your virginity. I just love, <laughs> I love like how devoted Degrassi is to their student government. Like this room right. has a, the screen with yep. student council like yep. emblazoned on it. Mm-hmm. Like this is their room, mm-hmm. as if it's not a high school where you would just go a to a, a, like an open classroom to have your meetings yep. or whatever. <laughs> like, it's so crazy. Oh shit! Sorry, I'm moving things. But also, I was, like, really intrigued by, like, Miles in this scene because I've literally done this arrangement before with a boyfriend, or at least proposed it, where mm-hmm. I was like, listen, if you, like, if you were upset with something, like, sexually that's going on, if you need some time to go and, like, work your shit out and mm-hmm. come back, like, fine, let me know. Right, because, yeah, Miles says he can't unsleep with those people. He insists that Tristan those girls. Those, those girls, girls. Oh. <laughs> He insists that Tristan go sleep with some guys and come back to him. Tristan is confused. Come back to you? Miles says he wants to be with him, that it was Tristan who keeps running running away over his number. Tristan wants to mean more than his other conquests. And Miles tells him to come to the party. Yay! <laughs> I don't know. Go sleep with some guys and then come back to me. Wait, what? <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, and I'll point this out specifically, like, with an ex of mine. So, like, at this, I have done, I have, like, tried all the different positions and things. Like, I've topped and I've bottomed and whatever. And at the end of the day, I enjoy topping more. I don't really enjoy bottoming, especially at this point in my life anymore. So when I'm in relationships, like, that's strictly what I want to do. I had an ex who had never topped before. And he had asked me if I would, and I was like, well, I love you, so if, like, you really, like, want to try it, to try it, I will, like, we can work that out. Um, But he didn't like, he didn't like my tone about it, because I was like, well, I'm not going to be enthusiastic about something I don't want to (laughs) do. Right. Like, but I'm telling you, like, if you want, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, so it became a point of contention, and I was like, listen like if this like if you really like if this is gonna bother you if you want to take a break so you can go and fuck some people and feel it and see how (laughs) how you like it we can do that you know which he acted like was absurd and then cheated on me because anyways (laughs) (laughs) which was the funny part is i was like and then he came back and said well you said i could go no i said i asked you if you wanted to and you told me that i was being terrible right so i was like that's not the same thing you weren't given permission and i'm like you could have had it really easily you could have just said hey i've thought about it and i do want to do that i'd be like fine (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> which when he did when he finally told me i was like so do you feel better <laughs> and he was like no and i'm like well that's a waste then like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah 
it's legitimate. Like, because I was just like, listen, I can I can give you what I can give you in this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are not liking the idea of it, then we can like you can go. I, I'm allowing you. You know, yeah. it's fine. Mm-hmm. Go go sell your oats and then <laughs> <laughs> in that know? booty hole. <laughs> like, go have a cum springer and then come see me again. <laughs> okay, we need to turn that into a meme somehow. <laughs> What a cum springer. Hashtag cum springer. <laughs> what is that? I don't get it. Rum springer. Rum springer. You know, the, the, that's for Amish. Yeah. Amish. Like oh. when Amish boys get to leave oh. and go, go into like the regular world oh. for a while to see it and then come back. Oh, I guess I didn't watch it. What was that show? There was a reality <laughs> show with like breaking Amish. Yeah. That's right. It's one of my favorites. Oh my God. So much reality TV to consume. No, I'm pretty good, sure though. it's on Hulu. Oh, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. They are so weird. Oh my God, I make this this guy that I made watch wrestling. I also made him watch 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Days. Uh, He's getting very into <laughs> it, so thank God. Paul! Uh, did you show him the episode where Paul runs into the forest? Yes! That's like the best yes, episode. No, we've already gotten through season one, so yes, he saw that. <laughs> okay. Oh my God, Paul! Anyways. I've only got through season one and then I kind of dropped off because they were uh, really long episodes. I feel like season two is even know. better. I just like, because there's Angela who's like 52 uh, yeah. and Southern and she goes to Nigeria and mm-hmm. uh, Amelia would always say like, Carly, this is your future. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> say it isn't so, oh, but it might be. You never know. Isn't that what What's Her right. Name did? Who? Darcy. Didn't she go to Africa? No, Dar wait. Oh, you're talking about Degrassi? Yeah. There's also a, a woman named Darcy on um I was like Darcy no. went to Amsterdam. <laughs> no. <laughs> Degrassi Darcy. My bad. Did she? I don't remember. I think I don't she remember, went to Africa. Yeah. I'm gonna have to uh, yeah. I'm still missing bits of Degrassi that I need to watch. Mm. So. <laughs> Sorry, okay, so now we're where are we? We're back at the audition. Oh yeah. Zig completes his performance with a backflip into a floor spin, and I am dazzled. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The judges aren't as impressed. No. That was really something. (laughs) All they want is a peek at the goods. They ask him to strip down, but he's not wearing any underwear. They say it's okay. They're not shy. She tells him that they're selling an experience, which confuses Zig so much that he just complies and pulls down his pants. (laughs) (laughs) This is some sex trafficking, right? I know. I was like, can I try this on a a Tinder date? And you're like, "Um, I'm here for an experience. Can you just take your pants off? Like, right as I'm meeting them. So he so honestly, starts, that's that's what I'm gonna change my like grinder profile to say. I'm here for an experience. <laughs> Show me the goods. Yeah, I'm not shy. Um, he starts to ask about costumes, which she replies that they're usually firemen or cops. He finally puts two and two together. This is a male stripper audition. He yanks up his pants and runs off. So so I have a lot of I have a lot of things to say about this scene. First off, the flip was amazing. If only it was amazing. Where'd he he come from, like, doing just a weird, like, hands in front of face move to just a backflip? To a backflip. I have, listen, Esme is a good teacher, I guess. I guess. Um, But first off, let me just say this. This is not how you audition to become a stripper, number one. (laughs) 
You know what they have do? They tried? have they have amateur nights where you can go and mm. just like perform at the club on an amateur night. Mm-hmm. And if you're good, then they'll bring you back. But then you also have to go and blow the owner in the back. That's how it works at all of them. <laughs> because there is not a panel of judges for you at an audition for these things. But this is Canada, Lyndon. You don't Maybe know how it's different. But I'm, I'm just thinking, like, what were they thinking watching him? Why didn't they stop him right. when he brought in like? This this whole thing, they didn't stop him. They got all like, the time Sir, in the world. This is not necessary. Like they could have said that. They could have said all that, but instead they sat there, watched him do an interpretive dance when all they wanted was some like hip thrusting. And why did he not wear underwear? Like if you're going for a dance audition, you're like like you're trying to keep all that shit right. Together. Right. So imagining his dick was just hitting his sweatpants because he's hitting sweats. Like, it would be like flying like, all over the place. See that long dick, right? So I was like the whole scene, like I just wrote down like most absurd scene because it was like the whole thing. I was like, what is happening? Dancers wear dance belts for a reason. Exactly. It's to keep all that shit like looking uniform like a Ken doll. And and not like not like anything. Yeah, exactly. It's to make it a Ken doll. Like And he was just out there like dick flapping in the breeze. Booty popping. Like, <laughs> but he, and and weirdly, I that was probably their favorite part was they were like, "Oh, look at that dick!" <laughs> hey. Wow, that little slut. Sorry, that was have you auditioned to be a stripper before? I have not, but I but I am people? aware of it. Oh, okay. I'm a, mm-hmm. like because the the Lucky Horseshoe, our local terrible go go bar, has like they have amateur <laughs> nights. I've never been. You've never been? God. They have they have a liquid brunch on Sundays. There's no food? <laughs> Sorry. Damn. <laughs> it's a liquid brunch. You know I won't I be there. I'm pretty sure that's against health code. They have <laughs> go-go boys and like food. Oh, oh, aren't there aren't don't like most strip clubs have hot wings? But it's like there's like a buffet to the side. Oh, so I think yeah. that's different. Oh, okay. Well, I, I would go for the buffet. But there is no there is no kitchen. There's no kitchen in uh, in the Lucky Horseshoe, I don't think that they're eating there. <laughs> I would go for the buffet and the buffet. <laughs> you got to take me there next time, Carl. Maybe, maybe, and maybe it's different now. It's not. It's not great there. It's not like there usually are like two or three guys that look really good, but the rest don't don't look great. <laughs> mm. I've heard. I've, I've heard. Never, I've never seen a male stripper. Oh. I think like Aly- Alyssa loves the movie Magic Mike. And oh I'm yeah. Just like, uh... I mean, Magic Mike was good, but no, I I when I used to sell sex toys, I did a party, and it was this girl's birthday, and they were having a stripper come afterwards, and I was like, oh, like do you mind like do you mind if I stay? And they're like, oh yeah, absolutely. So I stayed for this male stripper, and it was the weirdest fucking thing. I don't know if this was it like seems like it'd be weird. This was a thing. I don't know if this was some sort of like. This guy was cheaper and it, it was fucking weird because <laughs> the guy for, I think it was for the birthday girl, he, this was, again, this is where I was like, I'm like, this is, I'm like, y'all are breaking some codes because I feel like this is not okay. Um, he pulled the birthday girl's pants down, put saran wrap on her butt, put a banana what? between her butt cheeks and whipped what? cream and then ate it out of her butt. Yeah, and I was like, I feel like this is not up to code. Wait, her bear butt? No, like he put saran wrap on it. <laughs> no, but I'm saying it was bear before the saran wrap. Yes. Oh my yes. god. I was like, he he like put like a like like I think the one girl was wearing pants. But he like put a little vibrator on the outside of her pants. I was like, 
Oh. I was like, I don't think that this is what we're supposed to be doing. I was like, can you just dance in your little cowboy hat? Because, like, I'm upset. I mean, did he have one of, like, the biggest dicks I've ever seen? Yes. And I did take some videos because he said it was okay. Hashtag Drake, I'm upset. I was upset. I was like, I am so fucking confused right now. This is so That's how weird. I feel like I'd be at any strip show. I'd just be like, I don't know, yeah. I don't know how to feel right now. Well, yeah, it was I weird. Mean, the this is a girl, private thing. The birthday girl, like, afterwards looked like upset like yeah, i was like i, I would be i don't think she liked that i figured we all assumed he would dance and maybe like a chair dance or something like yeah. that but you shouldn't be like pulling these girls up and like pulling their pants down yeah. and eating a banana out of their butt like it's weird and i was like this is fucking weird well um, to be fair at the like horseshoe it's like not even a strip club like they're mm-hmm. already undressed basically like they're just mm-hmm. like they can't be fully naked right. they can mm-hmm. be in like a jock strap like mm-hmm. that's it right like in, in New Hampshire, the laws are like they have to wear nipple caps. <laughs> you have to wear, I think, underwear and nipple caps. It's like oh, not full nudes. <laughs> Live but, free or die. What the fuck? Except for if you're a woman. Free That's, the nipple. Yeah, free the nipple. <laughs> All right. So Maya's in the stew and she's spending her working hours watching videos of VJ's cover song when the Peter Stone, former meth head, walks in. <laughs> <laughs> He needs to make sure that she has the level set for the sweet reggae section there. The about Canadian to <laughs> reggae. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. Okay. Anyways. He returns her golden slipper and mentions that he knows she's been avoiding him. Okay. I'm sorry. He returns her shoe. He could mm-hmm. have just left it in the studio. Mm-hmm. Well, then anybody could have <laughs> taken it. Okay. All right. Ooh, one it was shoe. A nice shoe. <laughs> I, this is actually just the shoe, the one I needed. Just the one. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Um, he goes to leave when she asks if her songs are any good. He thinks they're amazing. Right. Especially that one where she's like, ah, 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 um, she asks why VJ is so much more popular than she is when he's not even a good singer and all he does are covers. Peter calls him unique and full of joy. Don't you just want to watch him? <laughs> gay? <laughs> the gay community. <laughs> so VJ's got that it factor. Does he though? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> He's got like those eighties laser back screen like when you, that you wanted when you were, you know, getting your picture taken in, in the eighties. Yeah, that's what his background and I guess he looks like he's full well, of joy. That means he bought a green screen. He's committed. Yeah, okay. true. I don't even have a green screen. Come on. I just got a skeleton screen. I, know. I have one. Oh. And you've got a black background too. I do. I've nice. got a, I've got I've got a little thing cuz I have my whole little like photo shoot set up. So I've got a mm-hmm. green screen, a black one and a white Ooh. one. What kind of green screens do you do? What kind of backgrounds? Do you I haven't do? done anything. I don't know how to do that. You should put yourself like on a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the jungle. <laughs> That's good. Gonna be my whole. This gonna be my whole new set of yeah. whole new set of of thirst trap right. photos. I'm in front of the Eiffel Tower, naked. <laughs> I'm gonna have to teach you how to green screen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to learn. So, um, Peter goes on to give her a pep talk. She's got a voice and a vision. She'll get signed, and he won't just doing covers. Granted, 
Carly Rae Jepsen went from doing covers to smashing records with Call Me Maybe. So he... Oh, sorry. So he... (laughs) (laughs) You God damn it. So he could potentially get a deal in the future with the right song. So she should play nice with him just in case he does. I'm just like, she wishes she could be Carly Rae. I'm like, okay, Maya. <laughs> you can't be Carly Joe Gear. I know. <laughs> I just think Peter is really easy to impress. I think so too. Like, she's amazing. He's amazing. They're both like mediocre. Well, that's the thing. I mean, like, listen, he was the lead singer of the Studes, and <laughs> he was not great. But you guys, when you're a white person, <laughs> it's not that hard to be amazing. Am I right? Jesse, look at us. Just just say that you are. And... Look at us. A couple of mediocre white women talking it... about Degrassi. We had and... like 600 listens. We are killing it. Yes! <laughs> We're so good. <laughs> so, Miles primps in his selfie cam as Hunter mocks him for being nervous. In walks Mother Hollingsworth, Frankie, VJ, Yael, and Boz. The entire party. Woo! Hunter greets Hunter greets them with a simple "Hey," and VJ is like, "That's all you have to say." Boz makes a joke, "Don't make him angry," which causes Yael to give him the side eye. <laughs> Too soon, Boz. Right, but Boz, why are you so stupid? <laughs> Yael and Hunter give each other a low key eyes. They all agree to a magic tournament. Nice. Tristan shows up and Miles apologizes for trying to have sex with him without talking about it first. They start to talk, but it's really awkward. Tristan explains that he's not an he's not an all the way version, but he's afraid it'll hurt. So Tristan's a bottom, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know that was the thing, and I and I was just like screaming at the screen, yes, yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, may- no, but maybe maybe what it is is that he knows that Miles' booty hole is so tight and his dick is so <laughs> big that it's going to hurt his dick to squish into that little booty hole. Oh, God. He's concerned it's going to hurt. Yeah. I mean, they'll probably, yeah, because, I mean, well, we just don't know exactly what Miles' total experience is because yeah. I can't assume that he didn't get pegged by any of these women that he was with. <laughs> So who knows what either of their experiences are. I could are. see Esme being into that. Yeah, honestly, oh, absolutely. though. Honestly, though. Absolutely, Esme's oh, a pegger. Oh, yes. She would be. That's prob- That was honestly probably Zig's biggest like reason why he didn't want to be with her. He's like, it's just, I keep getting pegged. <laughs> he's like, I mean, it feels good, but like, isn't that weird? Like, I can, that's, that should have been a storyline. <laughs> that's how Miles discovered. Yeah, Miles is totally into it. Zig was like, Shouldn't I be worried about this? But I like it's it. like, I'm just going to write into Degrassi, like, listen, y'all. Y'all have gone there pretty far, but you haven't gone far enough. <laughs> Kids are paying all Esme, the time. Esme whips out a huge dildo. <laughs> Buckle oh, up, God. boys. <laughs> She's like, it's fine. I brought poppers. Oh, God. I have... I have 12 years of pegging experience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Miles tells Tristan that the list of people he's been in love with is much shorter than the list of who he slept with. 
Tristan says he loves him too. Then they start a fake fight so they can uh, leave the party and go get it on. How dare you? (laughs) How dare you? I also want to point out here that when they all like turn to look at them as they're leaving, they went to the table to have a magic tournament, but there is way too much shit on that table for them to act. They're they're holding cards in their hands, but there's no cards on the table. They're pretending, and it's very obvious to me, like as somebody who is I could not I tried to do magic and was not good at it. But I play Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! And (laughs) you need room. Like, even those that are less complicated than magic, you need a lot of, you need, like, a full space Mm -hmm. in front of you. You definitely have to. There's, like, burgers and, like, plates, and they have, like, like a tiny (laughs) amount of room in front of them. Right. But they're holding cards. I'm like, no, this is a lie. This is farce. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Lennon was really taken out of the entire episode once he saw that. I was like, wait, What? I bet these actors aren't even really gay. Ah. <laughs> yeah, my boyfriend plays magic and he tries to get me to play. And every time I get really anxious and I'm just like, this is too many things to pay attention to. I'm so confused. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's hard. VJ turns the camera on himself and tells it that Maya still won't let him use her song. However, she was down to write a song with him and help him record it. Maya says she had fun writing. Now let's rock. Y'all realize she's wearing the same shirt as the previous scene. So she, in that one day, was like, yeah, I was like, okay, you're right. I'm going to go talk to VJ, get him on board, write a song with him, get the studio time, and then get down there and record it. And it's all happened in like an afternoon, I assume, because she was at the studio after school, right? Mm -hmm. And then she went and did this. What time is it? I'm telling you, Degrassi exists outside of time. It's true. (laughs) And sometimes, like, they're, like, they'll cut between these scenes. I'm like, did this, so did this, like, sit-down dinner happen between a day of school? (laughs) What's happening? Like, people have come and gone. It's just, like, none of it ever, like, when you really look at it, I'm just like, when is this? What's happening? How many days have gone by? Right, they have, what is it, like, is there a time stone? (laughs) (laughs) Degrassi has the time stone. (laughs) God. Principal Simpson, uh... I've come to bargain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So VJ sounds much better in the song that was written just for him, and Peter loves it. Maya humble brags that she wrote the song in just a couple hours, which impresses Peter. No big. He wants her to join some writing sessions. And then VJ sings... Show me, show me, show ho ho, show me. All right, I, I, I'm gonna You're like that. stop me. Somebody get the. Somebody get the. Take me off stage. Oh my no. god. So yeah, no, I had it down, and I thought I wrote it like phonetically, but now that I'm reading it, I'm like I forget the tune. It's just show me, show ho ho, show, show me. <laughs> but it was yeah, that was so interesting. Also, it's really bizarre to me that she like had like had this, you know awakening on how to treat him but did not realize that she also needs to let him repost the cover of her song that he paid to to be able to do get that extra two dollars you dumb bitch like it it doesn't make sense he like literally (laughs) she has no ground to stand on to tell him he can't post it so i was Mm. like uh okay Mm -hmm. and also the song like this song i don't have the lyrics in front of me but i was as i was listening and watching the lyrics on like the because i have the subtitles on too Mm -hmm. It was a very Taylor Swift-esque song, too. Mm-hmm. She's ta- like, yeah. he's talking about, 
You got yeah, those the sleeve tattoos. tattoos. Like yeah. it was literally like I'm like I think this is just. Uh, and I've got I think, those red lips. I, I was like and I think this short is skirt yeah. And like, I'm like Dean. I think this is just style, but like yeah. with different lyrics. Yeah, but okay. it pretty much was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tristan and Miles walk hand in hand down the hallway, and Miles kisses him goodbye as he enters the gym. Miles is spotted by Winston and Zoe. They question whether or not they banged. Miles says they had a nice talk. Winston says that he didn't deny that they had sex, but Miles doesn't kiss and tell. Weirdo Winston asks Zoe if they can kiss and not tell. Hey! (laughs) And and yet another of her disgusted glances at him. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I also want to give a shout out to Winston and all his cute H&M shirts that he's always wearing. Oh, he's so cute. Literally, I like had, I have one that he was wearing in an earlier scene. like. There's nice. the one with like just like the multicolor splotches, like yeah. the white one with like multicolor. It's like a cow, but in a mm. bunch of colors. I have that one. <laughs> They're cute. I think Winston's cute. I love Winston. Mm. Well, I mean, you've listened to the podcast. You yeah. know my love for Winston. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, the goat. I'm like, come on. Right? But what? Just, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about the goat. Grace and Tiny anxiously await Zig at his locker. They have a present for him. A leopard thong. Okay, the way it was hanging off the locker, I was like, at first, like, is this a dick in a box? Like, what is that? Did they put a dildo on the locker and then put a box around it? Because it was just, like, floating on, like, on the locker. But Right. That thong to thong, thong, thong. Mm. <laughs> they think the fact that he went all the way naked for a job is hilarious. Zig threatens to try it on when Esme rolls up and says, it's not up to the school dress code. Got him again. (laughs) (laughs) Again, just like he and he was unbuckling his pants. I was like, well, okay. And it didn't even like I know I guess he's supposed to be joking, but it didn't seem like he was joking. Like he was gonna do it. And I'm like, you'd have to take off I guess you're not wearing underwear, so it'd be quick, (laughs) but you have to take your pants off. And you're like you have to take your shoes, your pants, and then put this thong on. I'm like, okay, Zig. I mean, I wouldn't complain, but I'd be like, let's go to the let's go to the bathroom real quick first. So he explains it was a stripper audition, which disappoints Esme. He worked really hard, but if he wants to join her dance troupe, he should let her know. He doesn't even have to get naked for the audition. <laughs> so Esme is back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode so one question that i had was tiny audition too so what did he do <laughs> like he said he was going to but did he like i, I guess know. or did he like figure it out before he yeah, went to the audition and, then, and, and realized like go. it didn't because i'm like because I'm like, well, you still got to go to science camp or whatever. Right. So what May- What are you doing? Whip that dick I, I bet out. he went for I bet he's like, we'll find out later. He actually just did it. Right. He's <laughs> a stripper right. now. That would be hilarious. He's like, oh, no. I mean, like, I, I'm doing it. I was making fun of you, but I need, to go, I need to go to this camp. He's like, my new name is Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to... Zig's super hot lip smack that he does when I forget what part it is but it's funny because it's like in the in the subtitles and he just does like a like when he's explaining like how the thing went and it's just like and I was like okay he's got so many he's got such an expressive face yeah like, that he does. and an expressive dance and 
Did y'all notice like Grace's face at the end of this when Esme? Yes. Was, yeah, like, and I was trying to figure out. Oh yeah, out, they like, zoom in on her face. I know that like Grace, it was implied that she has a crush on him mm-hmm. and everything, but it was like, what was that? Was that face of like? I, I honestly couldn't figure out what she was trying to. Uh, I thought it kind of looked like concern. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. The thing with her is that you have to remember that when she confessed that she had a crush on him, it was before he cheated. It was Mm. before he cheated on Maya. So now she's conflicted because she like thinks he's bad, but she's being nice to him again now. But she's like, I kind of want to go for it, but I also don't want to because Mm. you did this to Maya. But now she sees like another girl encroaching. So she's like, (laughs) her face was kind of like of interest, but also kind of worry. Like she's apprehensive. Mm. I don't know. There was like, it was very, it was very complicated kind of face. Yeah, I had a hard time reading it. And then she like starts laughing because they throw the thong at her or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, that dance so scandalous, you know, another Ziga Kim handless. So. Oh! <laughs> Zigmund. My theme was um, you've got to strip down to get vulnerable. <laughs> you know, my themes are always the best. <laughs> I didn't have yeah, a theme at I all. I was going to say for a theme, yeah, it was just like about getting out of your comfort zones in yeah. a way, like, yeah, making yourself more vulnerable. Because mm-hmm. obviously. Obviously, the sex one is pretty straightforward, but also, like, Zig, like, learning to dance, like, admitting that he needs to learn, and then going into this situation where he's literally having to take his clothes off. (laughs) Um, Maya having to admit that, like, even if she's talented, like, that's not enough for Mm -hmm. her to, you know, to make it, and having to you know, work with another artist, Mm -hmm. which, again, we, you know, you guys have brought this up before, that she's, like, you know, she's like singer songwriter, but she's just with a band. But like, they don't even have a name. They're mm-hmm. not like. Yeah. It's about Maya's her. <laughs> it's about her and her career, and so she's having to step out and acknowledge like another artist. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. it's like I was like seeing a theme of of yeah coming out of your you know stepping out of your comfort zones. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's a lot better than mine. <laughs> I didn't have one at all. So. <laughs> so I, yeah, the fact that I'm turning in something, I did the assignment. <laughs> Jesse did it. Listen, I took notes. <laughs> That's true. I took hosting notes, which are more difficult. They are. They're way more difficult. I was like, yeah, this is easy. Let me just write down my jokes. So bad. <laughs> um, so thanks for coming on. Uh, do you have any social media you want to plug? Yes. Uh, so uh, I have an Instagram, which is at uh, Lindo Linden, which is L-Y-N-D-O, L-Y-N-D-O-N. Um, so that's on Instagram. You can find me on most other things that way. Um, except on Twitter because that's a different guy named Lyndon who lives in like South Africa or something. (laughs) Um, he took it before I could get it. But but that's, yeah, that's my Instagram. That's really my only prominent, uh, social media that I will share on this podcast Mm -hmm. anyway. (laughs) Okay. It's a good time, y'all. I have some other non not safe for work ones, but those right. can uh, you can find those if you are Finsta. <laughs> Your mom found it. No, she actually didn't. She oh. didn't, she found my regular one, which I had like liked a porn star on. So she like <laughs> just saw she saw things that I liked and got scandalized, but Ooh. she did not find the other one, which was good. So oh, I was like, I'm gonna block her just in case. Just in case. Oh man, <laughs> blocking your own mother. 
No, it um, has to be done sometimes. You can follow us across social media at a social disease. We're not very good at saying that at the end. Oh, yeah. I was going to say Carly doesn't have anything to follow. No. You need to get an Instagram or a Twitter or something. You can follow my, my I have a, I'm with a new acting group called Fat Folks. You can follow, uh, I mean, that'll give you some thing, information on like shows I'm doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not me specifically, um, unfortunately. I know. I need to get, I yeah. I'm just afraid of, I'm afraid of people that I don't know. Yeah. I've, you know, I'm, I'm afraid of a flame war. And <laughs> I'm not ready for it. I'm very fragile. Yeah. I like the fact that, you know, when I post on Facebook, the only people seeing it are people I know. Yeah. And uh, I'm scared of you people out there. <laughs> I don't know what you're, I don't know what you, I don't want to know what you really think of me. Listen, as long as they like and subscribe, that's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Jesse, which is J-E-S-S-A-Y. And all I do on there is talk about things like Big Brother, Vanderpump Rules, and occasionally <laughs> yell at people for being conservative. Yeah. <laughs> or Instagram at Monday Night Roar, which is R-A-W-R. Yes. And don't forget to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. Please. We have a, we have like a good rating we have one one star rating and i don't know who that is <gasps> a troll they didn't leave we, a leave a like blurb or anything i can't they believe just we have a troll <laughs> wow all right well fuck that guy that's a miserable person that's yep. what that is. <laughs> um but yeah so after you're doing all that gear up for our next episode which we'll be talking about season two episode nine hashtag these are my confessions <laughs> oh no <laughs> Oh, yes. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack. And Carly Joe Gear. And this has been a social disease podcast. Thanks for listening.